Welcome. It's two o'clock. When you hear the trippy music, you know that it's time. Time here on Mutiny Radio for a special show. What do we call it? We call it Some Call Me Tim. I didn't time it out right this time. Here it comes. It goes, wow, Tim. Some call me Tim. Uh, the show where I am interested in what people believe in because the Holy Grail is a crock of shit and we're all following our own grails. Uh, we have a special guest in the studio today. Uh, he has a dream. That's Anthony Medina of True Hustle. I know he believes in the hustle, Absolutely. keeping it true. Absolutely. Uh, That's the truest hustle right the there. The truest hustle of all. And we also have special guest, his second time on the program, Jeremy Adkins. This is your second time on the program. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. We talk about all the good things that he believes in. Uh, or the lack thereof. Or the lack thereof. Either way, it's fine. Hey, how is True Hustle going? You guys are still ro- rocking it out at Brainwash seven nights a week? Yeah, we're down to five nights now. Five So nights. just Monday through Friday. So uh, they, they tried the weekends again and then took the weekends away. It was just too yeah. early. Is that what was happening? It's too much effort for uh, Tony and I, and yeah. especially like right now with the summertime. Uh, it's tough to get a lot of people in. Yeah. Uh, so that's why we we're just, all right. Um, but besides that, we got the comedy crawl coming up, which right. both of you are going to be yeah. on. You yeah. Both of you are going to be Super on the grotto yes, section. Are. are you on the grotto end too at the beginning I am. of five yeah. Awesome. So it's funny how it all works out. Huh? All comes together. That's on the fifth of September. Second. Second of September. Yeah, Saturday, September second. Saturday, so September. Three... Got that right earlier. Oh, yeah, so you want to know something really weird, really quick? Yeah. The reason I, one of the reasons I was almost late is because I have a calendar on my desk. I write everything I do on it. Right. And when I write it on the calendar, I don't ever have to look at the calendar again because I'll remember it. Because it's there. Because I'll write. I can write something for October in July sure. and then like October 2nd when I'm supposed to do it I'll just go do that thing right well the calendar ran out in July <laughs> and so I don't have a calendar and so I've been writing stuff in my notebook or writing stuff down right. apparently if I write it in my notebook I don't remember ah. but if I write it in the calendar I'm good mm. so I've discovered that the hard way yeah right it's always good to write it down though I always do that otherwise Facebook messages I always get lost uh, with those I made a mistake once and uh, sort of burned a bridge early in my comedy career with Tommy T's in uh, Pleasanton because I had written down a Wednesday in June and it was actually a Wednesday in May so here comes the Facebook messages. Yeah. A, Pam, where are you? Why aren't you at the show? And you were supposed to bring 10 people. And I'm like, I thought that was next month. Yeah. And they were like, oh, rookie mistake there, Benjamin. They were like, don't do that. Don't book somewhere out of town. Say you're going to do something. Yeah. And then not only not do it, but not even know and show yeah. up at the wrong. I was like, oh. That, that's actually kind of how I end up here today because like uh, like I was supposed to do another uh, podcast like a couple blocks away from here yeah and it's not for the 23rd next uh, Wednesday next Wednesday so like but I figure I might as well just come by Mutiny Radio and see what's up check it out Tim call me Tim oh yeah things, things we believe in uh I, you, neither of you we used to believe you used to believe in Jesus right Anthony uh, ahoy yeah. mi Dios or what is uh, your yeah. adios mio adios uh, mio I actually at a young age I was even considering becoming a priest wow yeah. so like I was like that like into it I was an altar boy 
Wow. Was, don't worry, I wasn't touched. But then it was because you, you like touching little girls. You always have. But girls, yeah. meaning above 18. Yeah, well, if anything, so uh, <laughs> I knew there was going to be some conflict of interest there at a very right. young age. Because sure. I was like, I, I, I don't know, I get these feelings. <laughs> and get it's these like, feelings inside yeah. my Yeah, so it's like I want to make sure parts. like I'm true to myself, you know? Right, right. So, yeah. but now, uh, if anything, I like to think about cellular like uh everything is all cells so for me that is my god of what cells. i try cells yeah so cell. like um the space in between atoms or something is where god is like the space in between the nucleus and the it's the beginning and the, the electrons ending. yeah so the energy that spins around and it's so funny because if you think about on a molecular level at there's a huge amount of space between protons and electrons and nuclei but so we're all really made of space because it's the space between things that are uh, you know. yeah and, and it's also too uh like when it comes down to like a uh, space and stuff like we're just floating all around you know what i mean well uh, inside of us yeah. is that much space you know yeah. if you think about it like even this table in front of me is is a bunch of holes sewn together yeah. do you know like wh- what is when something is matter it's hard and it's real it's yeah. like it's just it's vibration or whatever that exists in what do you know plane. about fuzzy logic fuzzy fuzzy logic, logic. fuzzy logic okay is that so, when you're drunk no no unfortunately it's it's more convoluted than that so if you think about an apple and a knife as a knife slices through slices through an apple given what you were just saying that at the edge of an item there are atoms and there's space that space is going to be filled with both the knife and the atom the the knife and the apple so at what point is it knife what point is it apple that's where you start I believe that's the beginning of fuzzy logic. It's been a, it's been about a decade since I read the book, but uh, it just kind of talks about that in that empty space you're talking about. What what's the definition of that? And so if you have empty space between two objects, where where do either of the objects begin? Where right. do they end? Uh huh. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, so like it's similar like thinking that way too, because like uh, it's like yeah, what are we all? You know, if anything, I, I like to think we're all just a bunch of water and electricity kind of 70 percent water yeah a lot of a lot of positive and negative protons and electrons yeah. flying around it always makes me wonder like oh, damn like how we walk the way we walk you know like if we we're like 70 percent right. water shouldn't be we like walking around more wavy like sure yeah and well and i i freak out all the time. i get super high and think about like <sighs> there has to be a god right like we're all so no specific way. but so different here's the thing Cats are aliens. They have funny eyes that are like tilty. They're clearly from uh, an alternate dimension, except that we all have, they all have eyes and we have a nose and we have a mouth, so we're similar that way. But they're just like the alien greys, right? Without fur. Yeah. There's actually like an alien species apparently that uh, they're half uh, cat-like. All right. So like the, the, the body feature is like that of a human, but the face is that of a cat. Well, it's because of those weird tilty eyes. And the cool things about cats is that their pupils go both oblong and perfectly circular. So it's like, whoa. I don't, I don't know. It's, I, I constantly like waffle back and forth between intelligent design versus randomness of like could this all be truly random but there's too many similarities for randomness right <laughs> well 
you're you're dealing with something that no one's ever seen before. Like you've never, so it's not like you can say, oh, well, the last time this happened, or you can compare it. It's, but we do see it because my thing is that people are so amazing, and that we're alive, and we have this like, and we can keep birthing our own kind and making more of us, and they seem to have like consciousness or. I mean, everyone, I guess that's, we're creating consciousness. So how, right. how do we yeah. do that? How do you take well, your atoms and then make these new things that's that you pop out? We, and that's evolution. That's, we're, we're at the, we're at the far end of it. You know, the consciousness comes like we, and I don't remember how many years ago, there's a study that shows, or they, they went back and when we started cooking food is when we got big brains. Ah. And so it's there's there's constantly little markers that show you how we got here. In and you can just follow those little markers food. and go, oh, well, okay, that right turn makes sense. Oh, they, you know, that left turn makes, I get how we got here. Whereas if you think of us now, oh yeah, it's cr- truly incredibly amazing. And you, you can't, it's how like looking at an iPhone. protein through heat. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. looking at an iPhone and not knowing how to build it. Oh, I can't even use it. I can't even make an iPhone right. work. I look so, at that thing and I'm like, ah. But rah. but if you had followed all the markers along, you know, phone, you know, sure. cable to phone to cell phone to smartphone, then it goes, oh yeah, I get that. Right. I stopped my uh, I stopped my technological advancement or evolution at dumb phone. I don't I, I don't want a computer I wish in my I had. pocket. I, wish I know I'd people keep suit. telling me that they're like, once oh, you go iPhone, oh, no, you, it's, you it's can't heroin. go back. It's you the worst can't. heroin in the world. Like I found myself, I think I had my phone in my hand the whole time I was awake yesterday. Like oh, it was, God. it was bad. Like I woke up with my phone in my hand the other night cause I'd fallen asleep, like writing this note to myself and I'd set the alarm and I'd fallen asleep literally right then. And I woke up and I was like, uh, I hope I wasn't calling anyone. This is not a good moment. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's we're constantly connected and yet disconnected. Disconnected. Yeah. So it's so like I have a belief. atoms in our body. I brought I brought a belief today. Oh, you brought a belief because I don't really believe in anything. Okay. I believe we we were born, we die. We're an electrical impulse away from death. It's like a light. Your existence is a light switch. Once this, the light's off, it's done. You're done. Wow. Okay. But I do believe I have a belief, and it started, of course, when I was really high, like all good beliefs. Sure. Um, and it started kind of as a joke, sort of like. The, uh, the human body can only last so long. Like, you can't live past 120. You know, like, your body will break down so much. Well, they said there was a guy in China recently that was supposedly, like, 300 years old or something insane. And I don't believe him. I, y- you would have to, like, I'd have to see, like, real good dental records. I'd have to, like... They I'd say have that to, their grandparents to, like, remember him being them. really old. Yeah. My, my grandparents remember a lot of things that I'm not sure were really true. So, like, I'm not... Sh- yeah. So, but, like, even if he's 300, you can only live to 300, let's say. Eventually you die. I believe that the human species is the same way. We are reaching the end of us. And then I started really thinking about it. I was thinking like, well, actually I do believe that because I think that we've gotten so smart that we've reached the end of our usefulness. We are becoming really unuseful creatures. We have. Okay. Now I agree with that. That people's smartest. use, people's use is be, as they get smarter with their smartphones, they get dumber and their use becomes less. You make less. Well, like we you know, do, we apps. do less and less as humans. We have farmed out all these activities. 
that like literally like you can get everything done for you almost to the point of you might not even have to leave bed right right well the thing is you still the only way to afford those things is to have a really shitty job where you work 90 hours a week so that you can't deal with your own business of life and you have to have white slaves do your instacarting and your taskagramming or whatever the fuck we're doing now you're you're ubering and you're lifting and you're instacarting you can get get everything delivered your weed yeah you can get your weed delivered you can get you can you can have an app like the big inventions you know from our forefathers like somebody invented a harvester where you can like get a lot of food feed everybody now you the things are there's an app you invent so you can fake farm where like a whole team of people sit in some office somewhere to make sure that runs all the time like the fake farm like farmville or like the fake pot farm game that people like to play now the pot farm game you don't know about that one yeah, pot farm game. So, but think of this way. Think of it this way. You there's make a, fake there's, weed. There's someone <laughs> doing, planting fake weed, right? Right. And they're just kind of having fun. But there's a room full of people. Their job is to make sure that app is always running. Right, right. Like, it's like they their are, job they're creators. like, you know, it's four people doing eight hours and producing nothing. Wow. Literally nothing. Right. It's And in the game, yeah, it's it's silly. It's, it's nothing. And you yeah. don't like, like at the end of the game, like if you win, they don't, they, you don't nobody mails you an ounce. No, no, not at all. You know, and you get to do it all over again. But you get to, yeah, you get to employ in the game. The hippie girls to to do something with your flower to make spurt. Anyways, it's a silly, silly game, but a lot oh, yeah. of people play it. And yeah. It's pot farming. But like oh. my point is that like in a generation, like and I, somebody else pointed this out to me. In like a generation or two, we went from people farming right. and trying to make a really good living so they could send their kids off to college so they never farmed again. Two people fake farming on an app. Isn't that silly? That's, Where? That's insane. Where? That's insane. So, I mean, but we, like, we are the smartest. We have all the information. We have, I mean, every generation has mm-hmm. all the information, mm-hmm. but we have it the most accessible, and we don't use any of it. Right. Some you of know? it. Well, so, I so think, here's yeah. the old, I looked up the oldest guy, 256-year-old, right. world's oldest man with 200 children. That's an entree. Um, his, it, it's from... July 11th, 2016, or December 17th, 2016, Chinese herbalist Li Qingyuan lived to be 256 years old. Uh, so he's the oldest person who's ever lived on Earth. There's a guy... 256. There's a guy, he's a South Korean gentleman. I forget his name. Um, and every once in a while I get asked about him because he does this, he has his religion, it's like Jeet Ju Su or something, where like... And it, they're they're being considered a cult. Um, anyway, the reason it, uh, he gets compared because I do jujitsu. Um, but apparently, he started his little thing by recovering from a wicked drug and alcohol like bender that ended up up in the middle of nowhere, like dying. And so he did like some detox and said he found like God came and said, "You're the guy." Whoa. Yeah, and then like that's his, he tells that story. Like, yeah, I was out there, you know detoxing after like a serious like couple year long you know alcohol and drug binge and the man showed up and went you know you are just the scumbag i was looking for to lead the rest of the world like and people go yeah that sounds like a plausible story that sounds like a good one i should follow this guy he hasn't made bad decisions this is this is crazy this guy uh, claimed that he was born in 1736 however a professor from the Minku University stated that he found evidence which showed Lee was in fact born in 1677. 
There's a picture of him in so wait, 1927. So wait, so wait, the old, old guy, guy is saying, I was born in 17-something. He's saying he was born in 1736, but okay. they say that he there was evidence that he actually was born in 1677. So the old guy's like, I'm born in 1750, and the other people are like, no, he's crazy. He was born in 1650. Yeah. Well, when he that, gets so old, you like, forget what age, right? <laughs> I, guess, I guess you get to the point where he you're like... He's either 197 I, or 256. Nobody knows. I, I know. He's really old, but he ain't old. Like, he is... I mean, he's he's that guy. He's that town's tourist attraction. I bet. Well, there's a picture hey, of him holding some ginseng or something, and there's yeah. a, and there's the waters that he lived at, which look pretty majestic and clear. So yeah, he oh, lived they up look in, nice. He, I can see them. I would like to live there. I would hang out with him and his. I would, you know, if you let me live in that village, I would go for it. I'd go, yeah, yeah, dude, you are as old as you say you are. Just don't kick me out. What? Would you want to live for 250 years? Would you actually want to live my that life? Oh man, my life is brutal. I don't know if anybody wants to live my life for more than I. I I'm like people go. Well, what are you gonna do? I'm you're 65. I go. Si- I got another more than you. five of the. Uh, you don't think you'll live to 65? Oh, I do. I do, do. Unfortunately, okay. I, like my everybody's lived you long. Want it to end? I sometimes I do. I mean, I just buried another dog. Like, Aww. yeah, like mm. I. You know, I lived with my ex-wife. Like, I, every time I see my cat and he's laying there and his eyes are open and I don't see him breathing right away, I think he's dead and it freaks me out. And I'm like, yeah. And I got a, and I got a 13-year-old too. I got a 13-year-old oh, that I don't real... even have full custody of. But you're talking about dogs, not children. I don't have kids. No oh, okay. one should I'm ever just try. checking because oh, you're like, when you're talking about, the, I have a 13-year-old that I don't have custody of, the, the listening audience goes, wow. Yeah. See, for he's, first he talks about burying his dogs and now, no, so it's, yeah. it's the dogs. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I've been responsible in that. I only, I had one scare. I had a woman. So you don't believe in God, but you do believe in dog. Oh, hell yes, yes. I'm, yeah. I'm going to own dogs <laughs> until I die. So but, I'm going to bury a lot of dogs, apparently. Oh, let's let the dogs live forever. I agree with oh, that. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. yeah. Why well, I, I think I'm going to clone Meatball. Meatball's the name of your dog? They just passed, yeah. Oh. He was. I brought him her once. He was the uh, the gray one, the big-headed gray one that was really happy. Sure. All and dogs look the same Did you collect some hair follicles or something? No, he's buried in the backyard. Oh, so oh you're going to take DNA from yeah. the... You're going to exhume your dog, it's, get I, some DNA. Yeah. It's just around the corner. I mean, maybe I'll get a smarter version. Like, Meepo was a wonderful dog, but he... I mean, uh-huh. Anthony can attest. He uh-huh. was dumb. So do dogs... Do you think dogs have consciousness? Now, you don't even think that when people die, they're dead, they're gone. Yeah. But do you think that animals have consciousness as well? Um, Some Christians don't in, believe in that. in the sense that they have uh, in the sense that they have a frontal cortex. Like they 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 problem solve. Like yeah, they definitely problem solve. But if do they have soul spirits? No, no one does. No, no, <gasps> oh, no one has a soul. No, it's spirit. it's, it's yeah, all it's, just energy. Yeah. And we don't want to call you know? it anything. Well, I think I, I, I think I like energy. Has a soul. Energy's the one that I always go with because it hits both the spiritual side of if there is if you believe in a soul there it is sure. and it also hits the scientific side of where energy is neither lost nor created merely transferred sure so that means even though this energy force that will at one point move on right. but where does it moves on to uh, i'd like to be a tree and we create so much energy i'm surprised nobody's made like a human machine yet that goes off human bioenergy because just when i'm wearing my backpack and walking my shirt is constantly raising up my back so there is like actual energy that's occurring <laughs> like there's a transfer of energy from my sh- backpack and my legs moving all the way up my shirt and i constantly have to pull it down and i'm wondering how much energy is that really like and why aren't we focusing and using this energy in some kind of way yeah, we're, sure. we're still start struggling with solar. I 
think I think mm. that might be a little ways down the road. Like we're still we don't have hover cars. We're not I want wave energy. I want the ocean is constantly going and moving yeah. and we still haven't harnessed that. Like there's the, certain islands who've used that already. It's just a matter of like here, it's just uh, you can't make money off of that yet. Well we don't have just, to make money off it. We yeah. just need energy. But like but it's it, it not doesn't just matter. Why should we be making money off, off it, energy? Energy and water we shouldn't be making money off of. That should be oh, like absolutely. it should be free yeah. for everybody absolutely. to have access to clean water and to have energy and the concept that not everybody has these things is like really you have yeah. candles still or whatever that's, that's why i do believe that we are not an advanced society we are an advantage society and oh. we See, this is why advantage. i believe that we're at the end because we have all these ability like yeah. we have the all the, the information to go to the next step yeah and a lot of people one of the reasons we don't go to the next step is a lot of people are going to feel like they're going to be left behind the next no, step. but if everybody gets, I mean, I think that like the right, Earth should everybody. have a thing like, like a a universal basic, like mm-hmm. everyone gets a house, everyone gets access to heat, mm-hmm. so they don't freeze or it's not too hot. You know, they don't want them to die that way. Everyone should have access to clean water and healthy foods that aren't gross like McDonald's like whole foods and delicious things everyone should have clothing to wear there's no reason why we can't house and feed but there is a reason everyone in in the world but there is a reason unfortunately and it's because it's there there's a human instinct that if I share everything I have I'm not going to get any of it back I'm not saying right or wrong I'm just saying that we still hold on to there's not enough resources there's plenty of resources I agree but you but you and I can agree on that right, right, all day right, long. Right, right, right. You have to convince everybody and else. And everyone's like, oh, scarcity, scarcity. But the thing is that it's about changing people's minds from oh, what they, what they have. Like people think, I need this. Do you really need that? No. Problem, if we all needed a little bit less, what we have would seem like a lot more. Well, need and want is, you know, I, I, even I, like, I live pretty close to the ground. I can, I can get right. by in the Bay Area on about $1,200 a month. I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. Right. Same and way. I feel like I live really well. And I so, do too. I feel like yeah. a really rich person, actually. Um, and so, like, my needs versus wants are pretty good as far as I'm concerned. But every once in a while, like, I, I kind of go down a list and I go, wow, yeah, I don't well, know I, about that one. I want like, new shoes, but my shoes haven't fallen apart yet. And well, I, have, I have, like, I have four pairs of shoes that haven't fallen apart. I have to justify stuff economically. I have to justify stuff on a budget. Like, sure. I, uh, a I've budget? Got, like, Aren't you an American? Just get another credit card, weed, dummy. Weed, weed <laughs> is, like, like, weed is on a budget like line for me like everything's on a budget line and every once in a while like i don't know what this says about me but every once in a while i kind of get freaked out about something and how i calm myself down is i just do my basic budget what i would have to make to just literally get through the month not do anything fun not do anything except survive and then i go oh i can shit i can for me it's for a long time it's been 40 bucks a day 40 bucks a day 40 so when i was really really struggling um, to pay uh, both my graduate degree off in cash and then trying to live and pay my rent, what I realized was I needed to make $40 a day. And so I'd sit in Civic Center and do those poems. Oh, okay. And I was like typing poems for a dollar to question mark. And sometimes it would take a half hour to make 40 bucks and sometimes it would take yeah. four hours. But I sat there and made that 40 bucks because, you know, if you've, because in San Francisco, if you have a bizarre skill and a typewriter, you can actually survive. Which is, I don't know, and many other places in the nation where you can. There's a couple, sort of. but it's it's a. I mean, it's definitely, especially as we get older and, and information is everywhere, it gets smaller. Um, I know nobody appreciates poetry anymore, but that's okay. 
either do I. So. Yeah. And, and one <laughs> I thing that I don't we, give a fuck anymore about it. One thing that we have to remember too, as we're thinking about like these new uh, levels of human consciousness or consciousness overall, our basic idea of necessities is totally going to change. Right. It's not even going to be basic like housing and energy. It's going to be like. A, a, just a different realms of what necessity is. Oh, I Clean think it's going to get crazy. Is, I think it's going to be a problem. I think, but I think it's going to get weird. Like, I think that you're right. It's clean water is a necessity, but I think that like we're going to be like the masses are going to be manipulated into thinking that like something else besides clean water is what they really want so that they're not yeah. looking for clean water security security you know, well like, let's let's talk like about something the, consumeristic the like crazy thing on the 21st there's going to be um a complete solar eclipse on the 21st uh which is next week yep and uh, i, uh, and, I and knew it was coming be, i just didn't know what so day is the world going to end everybody no nah. you don't think no. so it's There's not going to be some weird like Stephen King story craziness where that, that would where that all would the be, portals open fun. up and that would that would be too way too interesting. We're going to have to suffer through what we're suffering. Like it's so bad. Pence is coming home like he's like a parent coming back to scold a child. Like, Pence is coming home. Yeah, I mean like they, they he he made some announcement about it too. Like I'm going back home right now. Like it was like some like I'm going to go spank the shit out of him. Aww. It was. I Did hope he, he tweet does. it like a 12 year old girl? No, no. Pence is more like a a a, a, a sixty year old spinster. Ah. Uh, yeah, he would he would like mumble. He's like, I've got a chastity belt on, and no well, one's allowed to have well, any you know, he fun. He called his wife I, mother, right? Right, absolutely. Like and, not in that like mommy like like deviant way. More like, okay, mother, I'll do my chores. Like, ooh, dude. Yeah, that's that's uh, disconcerting. Uh, but he also thinks that dinosaurs are a ruse, and that they really, you know, if they existed. Well, it was four thousand years is ago. He, wow. He's a creationist. He, he's wow. a new That's Earth trippy. He's a, <laughs> so, so he he believes the Earth is six thousand years. He believes, old. yeah, four to six thousand years old, depending. Uh, but well, yeah, the, the guy Ken Ham thinks six, so maybe Pence is on a branch that believes four. Because I mean, it's possible those guys. Like, can you can you imagine the argument between those two? Um, no, no, it's four thousand. No, no, it's oh, six thousand. God damn it! I mean, look at your information. That's clearly a four. They think that carbon dating is all a big sham. Oh, like the things they think are a sham are a little uh, like they think climate change is a sham. Right, whether, I know that's so crazy to me. That climate change, you know, whether or not you think man is responsible, the climate's changing. Oh, did you watch all the? There's time lapse photography of the um, the glaciers just melting away. So, like, what happened in a hundred years was this one movement of glacier, and then the past ten years, it's been like twice as much as what happened over the last hundred. We're just melting all of our water, just willy nilly. Yeah, just trying to dry it all out. And that way, it's all desert-like. Well, when it all, when all that water goes, I mean, what's going to happen to San Francisco? I've, I've seen a lot of artists have done um, pictorial representations of what would happen on a map when the water levels rise. Even a small amount, San Francisco, a lot of it will be underwater. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. why I'm glad I'm on a hill. Yeah, I'm on a hill too, so I'm okay. But like, uh, all of the man-made lands, all of the marina and the the um the treasure islands and the and the bayview oh yeah is oh, all everything like from macarthur by our place yeah. everything macarthur down to the bay is just going to be like we'll have oceanfront property yeah, like it's be right. pond yeah <laughs> like a like, big ass pond i live i live on the beginning like the the first hill before you get to the good hills uh, like i live on like the the decent so hill you're gonna have uh, oceanfront property yeah so That's i'll exciting. be like i'll be the first 
stop it and then when it gets deeper I'll maybe that's why they were made like beach houses because they knew <laughs> it was going to come I live in a part like of Oakland that I bought a house in the part of Oakland that um, the uh, the um, rich people in San Francisco in the 30s used to go across the bay in oh. summer there there were their summer homes sure yeah and now it's just like well I mean my, my street's cool but like a couple blocks away you can you can get shot pretty easily yeah I actually walked that a couple of days ago, or last week. <laughs> are I mean, are we? Are has has the concern moved from like crossfire with gang violence to being like people? There is the race war coming to Oakland, or are we all going to band oh, together? It's already been happening. It's oh, already no, I, no, <laughs> I know. It's already happening. I think my part of Oakland, I think East Oakland, it, it would it would it would take a very long time for a quote unquote race war to to see that section of town like. There are so many people that have been living there for so long that like even, I mean, we, we get little laps, like, like a wave. We get kind of the edges of the wave of gentrification Sure. and we've getting more and more. And there's a couple of lots that people are looking at, like they're putting fences around. So I think it might be the end right. of like, I'm going to miss living in the ghetto. Like I oh, really love, li- that's like I've lived in the ghetto my whole life. And white like man my adult to say life a, and like, white gendered male. <laughs> I'm so not, nice. I'm not white. You're not? I'm not white. You I'm present very well. Are you Puerto Rican? I'm Puerto Rican. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm sorry. No, You're no, Latino. Nothing, but, but, but nothing to know. apologize about, Pam, because this is good. You present really I, white guy. I am, a raci- as they would say, as I've said, racially ambiguous. Yeah, I have had absolutely. people of any every race go, you are one of us. And I go, uh, no, but thank you. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. I dig That's it, great. but sometimes it's weird because like, I'll talk to people. And then I realize, oh, you don't, I don't know what you think I am. People think I'm Asian sometimes because my, when I smile, my eyes are really small and they'll be like, they'll, they'll think that I'm. Your hair looks right now. Like if you could be in a. Right. It's my little Japanese. Also, it it doesn't help that I tattooed my scalp. It's not really. I know. It's it's, one of those things. Like once you have your head completely tattooed, it's, it's a choice. I mean, I'm glad you didn't go with the face tattoos. It always trips me out when people have like, there's a guy I know at the back patio at Benders and he has social distortion written above his eyes. (laughs) And and he's, he's actually from uh, Thailand and he's an interesting cat. And I was, and I was like, yeah, he loves social D. (laughs) And I was like, dude, that is a choice you made. That is a serious choice. And he's like yeah I really like social distortion I was like did you like them as a band or as like was it the worst he's like yeah as a band and I'm thinking all right once you make that choice on those face tattoos oh yeah I was when I was in uh juvenile hall I think I was 15 at the time the guy that that kind of looked out for me at the time was guy I want to say his name it's Mike um and uh you know Hispanic like his parents didn't speak English. He had two ginormous swastikas oh my tattooed God. on his chest. Because at the, the time, and I'm going to get this wrong, and somebody who knows is going to get really mad because this shit gets taken really seriously. But the Border Brother? No, it wasn't. It, that's too early. It was one of the offshoots of the Mexican Mafia. Was uh, really no Nortenos and, and Mexican Mafia are enemies. Um, no, is it? I want to say it's offshoot of the Mexican Mafia. They were in bed. Business-wise, with the Aryan Brotherhood, huh. and so they actually had members who were like, kind of like, double agents, both sides, sort of like having dual citizenship, yes. like kind of having like if a if a like race war broke out, you're like you you it'd be like if a race war broke out, it's like if you were Muslim and you're out of the country when Trump's ba- tran, no. babble travel ban came in. 
like you were fucked. Like yeah. so, if you were like hanging out with the the white boys and you were Hispanic during race war, it doesn't matter how cool they were. They step, step, step. Yeah. You're dead. Huh. It's like ambassadors at embassies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like when the country said, "Fuck it." Some, but he it. had, he got. But some of those guys took Nazi that stuff. tattoos but on But some his, of those guys took it too seriously. Like they were like, wow. "Well, I'm, I'm an ally. Look at me. I got I'm my SWAT." I'm a Nazi ally. Yeah. Wow. This I mean, is. You you got You got to remember skin like, art. So I've got a really quick. I've got a great story. I'll make it as fast as I can. No, we don't have to. We have plenty I, uh, of time. We have so, half hour left. We're good. Uh, no rush. I won't. I won't implicate any of the parties because some of these are sort of innocent. At a party in Boston. There was a bunch of skinheads who were Nazis. And uh, people showed up who were not Nazis. We're talking like 89, right? 95. We're talking, give I think me a, this give us a time story stamp. is 88. 88, all right, cool. I think. Might have been 91. Anyway, so the uh, the party that's not Nazis show up. They're having a good time before they show up. That One of, the, the, one of their hosts has brought them this party. They enter the building and... They went, oh, you guys are Nazis. And there's like 50 of you, so we can't like beat you up. So we're going to leave. Thank you for the hospitality. And as they're leaving, one of them notices there's a black guy standing in the middle of the crowd. Black skinhead. You know, a it's not like just a skinhead. black skinhead. They're out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like skinheads, skinheads were, were an interracial, like they were not a, a ska was, was definitely like a black and white thing. Like ska was. But anyway, so, so there's a black skinhead standing there. I thought ska was straight edge. Oh, no, not at all. You, you, uh, we'll talk about this. Okay. Hold on, hold okay, on. Okay. So, so, right. And so one of the guys in the, the we're leaving party goes, uh, what the fuck? And, and the host goes, oh, go ask him some questions. Goes up and goes, hey, uh, you know what everybody's here is, uh, well, they're, they're Aryan, they're, they're, they're white people who don't like black people. And he's like, I'm well aware of that. And well, why are you, uh, why are you here? And the black skinhead looks at him and says, well, because I think you're right. You're better than us. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So so, so racism what? is a really fucked up place right. and a really crazy place to live. It's It doesn't just make, it just doesn't go str- in a straight line some days. Wow. I can see that mentality, though. Like, I for mean, some people yeah. being in that, like, that's all the information they've been fed their entire lives. Like, something so happened to that believe. guy, and it would be really nice if somebody, I, you know, like, somebody <sighs> took him aside and went, hey, yeah. we need to have a lot of coffee and, and kind of yeah. go backwards and figure out where you went wrong. Yeah. Where? So why the, why anyone would think well, I mean because uh, just well, the color I, of people's skin how it in people's minds demarcates worth is weird to well me. here's even weirder internalized racism yeah oh yeah but like here's the even weirder one uh, I went to Northwest Portland when Tom Metzger was on trial because oh. I was involved in the ARA the anti-racist action at the time and uh, we were staying in Northwest Portland and uh, there was a whole lot of black skinheads with us, and uh, we were on we were on a beer run, and uh, I was carrying the beer. I didn't drink beer. I don't know why I was carrying the beer, and I don't know why I ran with the beer. But uh, some because it's a it's a it's a black neighborhood, and so this dude comes out of the the store we were just in with a rake and goes, "Hey, you guys are fucking Nazis, aren't you?" And the guy behind me goes, "No, I'm not a Nazi. I'm black." <laughs> and he says, no, you're a skinhead, so you're a Nazi. 
Huh. And swings it with him with the rake. Aww. He still goes, no, no, sir, I'm not. I'm a skinhead, but I'm black, so I can't be a Nazi. I'm grabbing him by the belt and I'm pointing him because, like, I'm, I don't think like he you're cares. Digging yourself. <laughs> him and the rake don't care. He's yeah, gonna put no, your, he's Well, you're declaring yourself as a black skinhead, like, obviously, you're not gonna be in the right place there. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think skinheads were popular yeah. across the board. It was uh, not. Yeah, I ended up getting a brawl in front of say. You know what really sucks is when you're brawling somebody, like you're beating someone up. Because they're mad because you're racist, but you're not racist, but you can't let them beat you up. So you're beating. It's really confusing wow. place to be. Yeah. And then with the head tattoos, I'm sure that the police Actually, are going to get you first. I, at the time, I didn't have head tattoos, oh, okay. thankfully. Okay. Like, but that apparently didn't matter. So that was a, a journal entry right there. Well, <laughs> I always think, you know, you just don't ever beat anybody up. Uh, uh, you know, hitting people. Stuff like that. Yeah. It's all, it's it's all transfer of energy. It. Some people deserve it. I, 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 I never, but I can't. The thing is, I get if I get angry, I would never be able to beat anybody up because I know that they would call the police and then I'd be the one oh, with the assault I, charge. Yeah, I can't beat anybody up anymore either. That like that day and I, I, yeah, I've I actually I've been really like you know what what's really crazy. I've been really working on this. I just when something like somebody cuts me off, I just literally I just I don't do anything. I just, just sit with it. Just say namaste, I just no, I don't even say. I, just, I I'm not allowed to say anything. I just I right. Just let it go. It's really hard. Just breathe. Uh-huh. Oh man, it's really. But you hard. take jujitsu, so you're like, you're literally, your hands are dangerous weapons, weaponry. Like you can't. I've heard that once you've trained in the martial arts, like you can't beat anybody else up because you could actually kill them, and you could no, be tried. No, plenty of dudes, plenty weapon. of black belts have just been, you know, plenty of black belts just brawl. Like the, all those Brazilians, like in Brazil, in. The mid 2000s, you couldn't go in a nightclub. You weren't allowed in a nightclub in Brazil if you had cauliflower ear. Oh my god! And a god. lot of the dudes were growing their hair long <laughs> to cover it up because no they would just back. look at you and go, "Oh, you're going to start a fight." Well, and it goes two ways in Brazil because the other problem in Brazil is that they um, they steal people and then they cut off their ears and send them to their family so they know they're serious so they can extort them for millions of dollars. Well, cauliflower so would be like a fingerprint. You'd right, be well, like, it's, but that's, it's like the opposite. So, like one of the things they don't let you in if you've got too big of an ear, but then you're they, that's actually a thing they do in Brazil. And it's so funny because well, in Brazil they've pioneered reconstructive surgery of ears from your own cartilage in your neck and stuff because so many rich people have been abducted and their ears have been cut off when you're wealthy in brazil you don't actually ever step foot on a city street you helicopter around and anything you can't helicopter for somebody can go get you there's yeah there's uh, they have bulletproof cars and all that stuff but they there's no there's dude there's dude your ear it makes sense because like a finger i don't know what's better a pinky or your ear um, I don't know. I would go with you the know, pinky. Well, I gotta say, I gotta say, I've known some it. Brazilians and they're pretty shallow. If you kidnap some Brazilian's wife, don't cut her ear off because he ain't sending her no money. He's not, t- oh, he's no, not they, taking recon- a one-year you, wife, the, man. The, the, the reconstruction oh, actually no, no. exists. I know no, Brazilians. Just... They're so superficial. He'd just be like, yo, she ain't got a ear. You can keep her. <laughs> They're like, dude, there are some gnarly dudes. I'm actually like, going to go to Brazil over um, over the new year. My friend Socrates is from there, and uh, he is going to put us up in Brazil. We're going to be there for a couple weeks over. His birthday is the first of the year, and we're going to party in Brazil. That's, that's with pretty sweet. Awesome. Yeah, Jonathan just has to get his passport, and we're all good to go. Oh, the passport. Yeah, yeah. but he took his pictures. He's just have to, it's business of life is very difficult for uh-huh. Jonathan. How is the business of life for you guys? Do you have trouble like doing things like laundry and paying your electricity bill and 
feeding yourself is it is the is like the business of life difficult or it just it's the business of life is fine except the bills and and i'm gonna i'm gonna divulge why because it's really pathetic i uh so i was with my wife like married almost 10 together total of almost 14 or at 14 almost 15 i can't remember um which is probably one of the reasons i'm divorced (laughs) uh, fair enough but the whole time i took care of the mortgage or the rent and like bought food she paid the bills huh uh uh-huh so that's 15 years where i don't do monthly things like that right and yeah yeah like a child i'm like what do you mean they want more money this month i gave why can't i just give them some like what why do they always have their hand out The the cool thing I learned about your electrical bill is you can actually let it go for three months before they start getting mad at you at all. So my my electrical bill is so small because it's only like $12 to $15 a month that I only pay it every three months anyways. And I just go in and give them 50 bucks and say, oh, put the rest on there and just let it sit there. Like the money is there for me. Like I have, you know, I've I've got tenants, but the money is there. But like I just fucking like that. Business of life. I'm telling you. That's the one thing for me is just I that right now in shift work I can't I can't do eight hours in a row I yeah. can't either Me I either. just yeah. it's and, and what's it's dumb because I have a job that is you know like I mean it's not shift work it's like 12 14 hours a day sometimes but it pays really well but I can't stand most of the people at it so I just don't do you know I just which is really how spoiled I am because I have a big job I could go do and I don't have to do it whenever I don't want to and yeah and I haven't done it in like a year. What are you doing? What are you doing for money? The I government drive, isn't listening to this. Don't worry. Oh, I don't worry. I drive for Uber and oh. Lyft. Um, you know, I have I have various means that might not be. I mean, they're not illegal, but I'm not paying permits. Um, I see. And uh, and I walk a dog. Ah. Yeah. So basically, I'm paid twenty dollars a day to walk my dogs because my dogs and this dog get along, and so I just grab them and I we go for a walk and. I, and then I, you have drinking money, but you don't drink. I don't know. Drinking is, seems like a silly. I like drink a like I drank a cider and a half the other day. It took me three hours to finish cider and a half. I woke up hungover. No. Yes, I woke up hungover. I I was like, why do people drink? And then I went, I don't drink, so I don't even like <laughs> that. A cider and a half, I think, is what children drink when they want to get like <laughs> like buzzed. Right. Yeah, it's sweet. No, that I smoke cider. a lot of weed at this point, though. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll do it. I I love alcohol. That's it is. I would have to say yeah the cause of and cause of and solution to all life's problems thank you homer simpson yeah but uh, it, <laughs> I it, yeah it, i mean yeah. absolutely it is like the one thing that if i just i don't want to cut it out because i love drinking and i yeah. i don't know it's just See, such I, a big I part of my life slow when i drink like i kind of slow down where it was when i oh smoke. i feel so stupid the yeah. next day no, when i like, drink like hard the next I day i'm drinking a, i'm a dummy yeah. where when i smoke weed i want to go like i got well i had to get the dog i i had to get the dog stone today i swear to god that like Fair i would enough. i would say dogs oh, have I an endocannabinoid stone, system but um she's 13 she's got uh, arthritis she moves better you when she's stoned. stoned. So I had to get the dog stoned. Right after I got the dog stoned, I figured out how to play, because I've been teaching myself guitar, I figured out how to play this part of Hell's Bells that I uh, I couldn't, I just couldn't get the, the timing of it. And so and then the creativity of weed just stepped right yeah. in and facilitated that. So then that. I, I played it for a good 10 minutes and 
you know, then was able to play some of the other stuff that I had had trouble with. So music uh, calms the. Oh, and I also beast. came up with a good idea because I'm going to do a book about Meatball and Clyde. You're going to do a book about your dog. You think people care? <laughs> people. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Here's the thing. This is a funny thing. Uh, is that. People do cocaine all night, and then they talk about their dog, and you're like, "Really? You just talked to me for eight hours about no, your fucking dog?" No, I'm gonna do a kids' dog. book about it. About my oh, dogs. you're gonna do a kids' book about your dogs? Yeah. All right, all right. This is this is like <laughs> I'm digging it. All yeah, right. No, I'm gonna do a kids' book about rescue dogs. Oh, that's most cute. Most of my dogs okay. were rescues. There you go. Um, and I hopefully, if like I make any money, I can just give it to you know, place like Bad Rap or Rocket Rescue. Rocket they, Rescue. That's they great. They are both yeah. really amazing places. That'd they have good. they have a, a Rocket Dog Rescue has a thing every Sunday, once a month on Sunday at Doc's Clock on Mission, now Mission and 20th, and they give like a dollar for every beer to, to the dog rescue, which is really great. Uh, what's really nice is uh, uh, actually when Meatball passed, a bunch of people sent me cards saying that they sent uh, donations to, to oh, dog rescues in his name. That's really sweet. Oh, wow. You could do that, he huh? Lives on oh, yeah, yeah. You uh, can, okay. I mean, it's, you know, I don't have that kind of money, but like, you yeah. know, they do, and that's cool. That's good. Hey, is that karma Saving, going in? Yeah, coming save, out? save the dogs. They have souls too. They have energy too. Yeah, yeah. And they change people's lives for the better. Yeah. I think that animals, animal companionship is uh, a, a huge lifesaver for people. Like yeah. People would. Giant. I, how many comedians would be dead without an animal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, for me, it'd be how many other people would be dead if I didn't have dogs? Ah. Yeah. Uh, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, no, they never saw it that me. way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. I, like, I can't, when I have the dogs in the car, I can't yell at people. I mean, I'm trying not to now anyway, but like, when, even when I don't have dogs that's, in the car. That's really But when really I don't sweet. have, when I, because when you have dogs in the car, you're yelling. They don't know you're they yelling. Know, the guy right. cut you off. They're like, holy right. shit. They don't Jeremy's know you're yelling again. at the asshole Uber person yeah. on the side. Yeah, yeah. I've told Jonathan now that he's not allowed to yell out of my side of the car window. He can yell out of his side of the car window at anything he wants. But he cannot yell over through me. You don't me want him misrepresenting at the you people to on my side. Yeah. And that's the thing is, I don't give a fuck. When I get in a car, I am I don't drive. So I am Zen Buddha. I love the bus. It's slow. It's great. I feel very safe inside of it. And then people get in a car and they're like, I got there, I got there. You don't have to get there. Just chill the fuck out. Drive where you got to drive. Well, you Be safe. Really, you know what's really funny? Why do you have to yell at everybody? Because everybody who, who knows me and has known me for a long time is like, when I said I'm in an Uber, they're like, are you, you get out of your car more than, you're chasing people across centers. Oh what? God, you can't you sound Uber, like Jonathan, yeah. Right? <laughs> and I go to, I go to work at Uber. It's the best job I've ever had. Like for yeah. some reason, when I'm by myself, everybody in front of me is driving too slow. Everybody behind me is too fast. Everybody's cut me off. Everybody's offended me. I want to kill everyone. Clocking at Uber. I'm one with the universe. Oh, you're wow. Me. I love, oh, cut me off. No, no, okay, please. Okay, now, off, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. It's I'm the same paid. thing. I'm getting paid. I don't right. care. It's the same. When I hang out with small children uh, for money, people are always like, God, you're the best. You act like the best parent. I can't believe it. How do you do that? How are you such a great nanny mom or whatever? And I'm like, people are paying me 20 bucks an hour. It is very good to be very good at what you do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all you have to do. If I'm with a kid, I'm totally patient because what like, the fuck do I have to do? I have yeah. to hang out with a kid for an hour or two hours or four. I just make and it. And you're gone. For them. And then, yeah, but that's the thing is, if you pay me 80 bucks to be really nice to a kid, of course, I'm going to be super, super nice to your kid. Why am I not going to? What I mean. I walk a dog for 20 bucks. I mean, it's like, you know, I, yeah. I get it. I get it. It's nice. It's easier to be nice when you're being paid. That's why I've never understood how people are moms because there's no social security and they don't get paid. Like there's no job. There's no 401k, no matching 401k from anybody. Here's the thing. I realized the other day, I really came to this conclusion. My mom did literally the minimum that the law requires you to raise a a child. 
okay? Like, like I really thought about some what, of the you things You lived that in a happened. closet? What's wrong? No, but like there was food, there was shelter, I went to school. I got no life lessons from her. She never took me aside and went, hey, you know, Jeremy, someday you need a job. Like she, like she was like college. I never had... <coughs> but here's the thing. I'm grateful. I'm very grateful to her. She... But you still blame she her for didn't all your problems. Drown me. Yeah. Like I do and I don't. I like myself, so I'm not really worried about it. I just don't want to talk to her anymore. Oh, I don't talk but, to my mom either. But like, <laughs> but she didn't drown me. I was a difficult child. Oh, she didn't drown you literally. I you're am, lucky you're alive. I am. You, you I was grateful to her that she didn't murder child. you. As a small child. I am so thankful yeah, sure, that, that she sense. just allowed me to get past and out of the house. Like mm-hmm. I did stuff that sh- yeah, I should just been held under the water. Like mm-hmm. like okay, this is the better for society. This this one's got to go. I burned, <laughs> I burned the house down when I was thirteen. Accidentally. Whoa! Like, like how much of the house? Uh, the entire kitchen. Nice. I was. I'll, nice. I'll, I'll, I'll tell this quick story about how, <laughs> how generous my parents are that they didn't beat me when I burnt the house down in Danville. So it was the summer between my eighth grade and freshman year in high school. And I was 13. I was almost 14. I was turning 14 in October. So I'm 13 years old, just finished eighth grade. I think I'm this like big adult or whatever. And I was left home that summer alone. And something that I like to do uh, at the time and still is I would cook a lot. And so I had read this recipe and it was a Christmas Danish or Norwegian Christmas cookie where it's this handle and it has prongs that come out and they're shaped like little s- snowflakes or whatever and you dip them in this very thin batter and then you deep fry them and they come off this little thing and then you put powdered sugar on them and they're crispy and they look like snowflakes and they're delicious and amazing. So, it's crisp it's I'm thinking it's Christmas in July, let's do this. So I heat up the oil behind me in a pan that's I don't know, way too thin for what I'm doing. So it's basically like a four-inch pan, and I'm Uh. heating about three inches of oil on high, right? And I turn around, because I turn my back on the oil, which I learned you never do, and I turn back around, and it's on fire. So the entire pot of oil is on fire. So I get to blame my brother for some of this fire because I went to get the lid out of the sink, but he hadn't washed his dishes and dried them or whatever, and so the lid had water Water in it. it, So then I put the lid on the fire and I spread the fire to then the cabinets that were wooden and the curtains and the um, (laughs) now the the paper towels are aflame. So I'm going, there's a big fire. So I get the baking soda and I sort of throw it all over there, and then I call 911 and I say, hey, I'm a here I am this is what's happening and they said oh that's funny someone already called us they saw the flames from the road you need to get out of there little girl so I go get my mother's three cats and my dog Boris they're on a leash I'm holding three cats I've got a dog on the leash I've opened up all the doors in the whole house I'm in the garage the thing's open there's smoke billowing out of the whole house the fire department comes uh, there are people who said, oh we saw the flames from the roadway and uh, because the, it melted the fan above the uh kitchen so what happened was i burned the entire kitchen down but then they had to repaint the whole house because soot was in every single one of the drawers water and all all this stuff but by the time they finally came the the fire people it was out and they told me they said little girl you did a really good job we saw the baking soda we saw you tried Uh with the lid it just got away from you and i was like little girl I'm almost 14 years old. I'm almost in high school. And I'm telling this to the 
cute firemen being like, I'm not a little girl, as I've got like a dog. And they're like, we're going to call your mom. And then I start crying. I'm like, no, don't call my mom. They're like, sweetheart, you just burned your house down. We have to call yeah. your mom. Yeah. Mom, mom's like, got to know. Like, even, <laughs> even if you would like, you were not responsible at all. Mom still, that's a, that's a, there has to be an adult that comes over and signs off on this one. Yeah, so you, she came 13 year olds can't go, and I'll let me sign for that. Right. You know, well, go away, guys. They told me I did a really good yeah, job, but sure. I thought yeah, I did still, too. Yeah, but that's I still, still not going to get you out of it. No, right. I, was, I, got, I got in some yeah. pretty big so, trouble. So, Pam, so they, just, they just repainted the just house. Just so you can understand what kind of child I was, I was on felony probation when I was nine. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. What did you do? What felony did you commit? I beat the crap out of a crossing guard. Oh my God. I was hoping that you stole mail, but you... <laughs> <laughs> Because that's the only thing I could think a nine-year-old would do as like a federal crime. You stole your neighbor's no, not mail. Federal. No, Fel- felony. 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 Felony is different than federal. Okay. I was. I, I've never been wanted by the feds that I know of. You beat up. Was it a child crossing? Guard yes. Yes. Or an adult it was another child. Guard? So I did <laughs> did beat him a little with his sign, but you beat him with his own so, well, sign. What started this fight? Yeah, you gotta you gotta tell us the story. Well, nine years okay. old. So I of course fuck that crossing guard trying to keep me safe. I, uh, of course, hung out with miscreant children. Like, I started smoking weed when I was in, like, third grade. Wow. Like, is that eight years old? I don't know. I was stoned, man. Yeah, eight years old is about third grade. But, I mean, I stopped it when I stopped in seventh grade. Okay. And, and that's another story for the other day. <laughs> I want to hear the beating up the crossing so, guard at nine. So, my buddy, Rusty, Russell, he, uh, he had a problem with his crossing guard. And so, he got in a fight with him. And then, like, he ended up fighting, like, two of the crossing guards and, like, hitting one with the sign. And so, of course, they, like, told on him. I mean, like, they're crossing yeah, guards. They're, they're, they're narks. They're they, uniformed officers of the, of the school. Absolutely. And so they turned <laughs> him in. Absolutely They turned true. him in. Now, for some reason, in my brain, in my brain, this turned out to be, a, like, a, they snitched. They snitched on my friend. Oh. And so I walked up behind this one and I punched him in the kidney Uh-oh. and he went down like a sack of flour and the other one ran over and so I, I tripped him and I made <laughs> was he like blowing his whistle or something <laughs> I, don't, oh, man, no. I don't think so but that sounds brain. better I'll, we need back up <laughs> yeah. and so no they had little walkie talkies I think one was on a walkie talkie and so I grabbed his sign and I hit him in the head with it oh shit wow so the yeah. flat end or the ouchy end I think I think because like you could spank him with yeah, the flat well, no, part, and I you could jab him, him face with the. With the I think I mm-hmm. smacked him in the face with the flat part, sure. and then when he went down, I started hitting him with the other end. I wow. may have hit him more than once. Was it TV that made you violent, or oh no, no, because you hated I, your mother? What, what oh, was no, the impetus like a, for fighting? I, I I think it rages in my DNA. I mean, I'm not trying to be trite, but like I mean, my my great 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 grandfather. No, my sorry, great 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 uncle was uh, Thomas Blackjack Ketchum and he once said when they were hanging him uh, I'll be in hell before you start breakfast boys he's sort of a semi-famous outlaw you had an outlaw for an (laughs) in-law basically yeah (laughs) wow and so and my grandfather flew bombing raids over Germany during World War II and my dad was in Vietnam he volunteered for two sir volunteered he went he was drafted the first time they had to cajole him into going the first time and then he was like ooh I like this let's go back two more times wow like he was kind of apparently bummed that they sent him to Iceland after that he said it was a little more boring there were still women Iceland yeah, he, he's still Yonder, banging Yonder. women in Iceland, just like in Vietnam. Yes, very pretty. Just, just a little more boring. Iceland, very so. nice. 
how that bad? So, so yeah. What's yeah. the majority of your ethnicity there? Um, well, I mean, my dad's Puerto Rican, so that half yeah. is Puerto Rican, and then like my mom is, you know, it's kind of the, the European, you know, Irish, German, Scottish kind okay. of thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's all. So it's not like let's no, get up and get going. Fighting Scottish, <laughs> you know. So it's fight you, fight you for no reason. You know. <laughs> Crossing guard across the street. Fuck you. So, yeah. <laughs> I, was on, I, was on pro- I was on probation until I was like 23. Wow. <laughs> and it get, started wait, when you were nine. How'd you get on probation? Like, and, okay, so it was off of that first incident or when you yeah. were that kid? Yeah, okay. basically. And what kept you on uh, a couple more occurrences through uh, 23? Okay, well, there was, there was uh, I got busted for stealing. Mm, what did you steal? Uh, uh, candy bar? Oh no, I think I was stealing something stupid like uh, a bunch of candy, like like yeah, a box okay. of candy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not sure. like one candy bar, but yeah, we've all done it. Like, uh, right, like the I Costco stole, size, I stole, yeah. I stole some cassettes, you know, like Black Sabbath, you know, the wow, stuff sure. I couldn't afford. Mm-hmm. I was broke mm-hmm. as shit. Um, I beat up a couple people, uh, stole a bike. Uh, broke into a house. Oh boy! Uh, ooh, 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 breaking and entering. Uh, may, may have extorted Oy. another kid for some lunch money. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> See, now I've done some B and E, but I did no, it I know. In you know what? I, did, I was in a stolen car. Oh. I didn't steal. No, I did steal. No, I didn't get busted. At. The cop just yelled at me about the stolen moped. You're, you're. So would I you sto- call yourself a bad seed? No, I was a great kid. I was a lot of fun to be around. <laughs> I was a lot. I was a lot. Like I was a lot of fun to be when, friends with. If I didn't uh, like, like if I liked when I you. wasn't stealing your mother's jewelry. Uh, no, nice man, job. I was oh, never like you, that. Your back like, kidney. Right. Okay, so so I got busted for burglary because the kid that we I let hang out with us. He was a couple years younger than me. Um, he we we used to steal cigarettes from the. You remember? Okay, you remember in the supermarket when you walk into the checkout like the lane. The, the cashier would be on one side of the register, and behind you would be the cigarettes. You could turn around and go, I'll take a box of these Marlboros. Here you go. And you could hand them to the cashier. I don't remember those days. I only remember the candy. But okay. we're the same age, so, so it shouldn't be. That should be true. So for I too, figured but. that out there was a couple of those stores in town. And so what you do is you go low, and you sneak in, and nobody can see you, and you load your fucking shirt up or your pants up sure. with cigarettes, and you go out the other side. Right, 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 right. right so right, I told right, this right. to this kid. He got caught doing it. And he blamed you. And he said, I told him to do it. Oh. And this is one of the times I did not tell him to do it. I didn't want anything to do with them. I didn't think he could do it. Like, I I wasn't, I, I knew he was going to You didn't even double, double dog dare him. You didn't dare him at all. Not at all. You and just so, told him the information and he didn't and what so he chose to do. I, uh, I may or may not have had to visit my probation officer over that. Mm. I may or may not have had to stay uh, for, I think it was a week in juvenile hall Oof. for a vote probation violation uh so i broke in his house and it destroyed everything in his house oh which is kind of fun because it, it is his parents house thing. and not actually his house it was a vengeance if i was uh yeah. if i was if i was righteous it, now i just break into his room and sure. like do something to him sure, sure but at the time i just destroyed literally everything in their house wow when these occurrences would happen would, would you, was your mindset more like like knowing that what the consequences can be as accepting it or just being like I don't care what's going to happen or uh, just, w- what, what's the problem <laughs> uh, poor impulse control impulse like, control like what, what I came to learn later like and I actually learned at the end of my uh, marriage was that I might be a couple of clips, clicks down the uh, autism spectrum no 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 no. I think that you have oppositional defiance disorder I don't think you're on the spectrum at all I don't think I have no kids on the spectrum and I don't think you I don't think you're Asperger's I don't think you're high-functioning autism. I don't think that you're at all on the spectrum. I say you have oppositional defiance disorder, which is a very rare branch of, and I've taught them in ED kids that 
you <laughs> you tell them to do something and they not then there you go you're not going to do it. But it, that, it it's official no, defiance. But, it's, but, it has to do with authority. It has to do with rules. It has to do with functioning in. It's basically like two clicks above being like a sociopath like where you don't give a fuck at all so like sociopaths and they like kill people and they're serial killers and they don't give a fuck right but then a couple clicks up you have oppositional defiance disorder and a my, couple my, clicks my up from that my sympathetic diagnosis just went to something very very not as uh well no it, but that's it's great you're above the, the thing I mean because there's people that I mean, clearly you have empathy, but the poor impulse control, I think, might be stimulated from this, you know, desire to not, to, to, to defy, to defy authority. And so that's, that's, that's you know. its own disorder. Okay. And I, I say maybe, maybe you've got a little ADHD in there, maybe a little ADD, maybe not even the hyperactivity because you seem to be able to channel that really well. Um, but it could just, it could have been an attention deficit combined with an oppositional defiance that would and I'm surprised they didn't put you in ED were you in an ED classroom when you were younger um, I went to it used to be called SED it used okay, to be severely so, emotionally so disturbed part of, part of my it. part of all my, my damage comes from the fact that when I say these numbers you'll go uh, oh no wonder you have attachment disorder um, I was in nine or ten different elementary schools oh maybe eleven wow yeah and they never tested one, you they never put you on the was in Iceland in Iceland. So you were moving around because of the government, because of the military, military stuff when you were little? Because my mom is wild. Oh. She is the only person I know who has owned and lost four houses Whoa. and currently lives in the fifth house. Wow. Yeah. We went from homeless to owning a house somehow one time. Wow. Like, yeah. So, huh. yeah. Like. Nine schools. Uh, maybe 11, if I do the maybe math. Maybe 11. Like. <laughs> That'll do and it. one in another country, completely, where I like just basically didn't learn anything. <laughs> well, because they sure. they don't speak. They it's, speak Icelandic. They speak Icelandic. I speak English. I'm right. nine. Somebody, you know, like it's one of those moments where, like, if I could go back, I go like go up to my mom and go tap tap tap. By the way, maybe you want to prep your nine year old, not tell him two days before you're leaving. Wow. Hey, Jeremy. In two days, we're going to be moving. Where? What? To Iceland? Where and is that place? Like, yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful not series of not, no, no, I'm sorry. It was islands. eight. Oh, not when you're eight. Right. So you had some acting out issues because of the the non-stable environment that you were oh, for sure. existing in. What's, what's great is my mom's still like, if you go like, um, you know, you might not have been a good mom. She goes, oh, I can't believe you're still so angry about some of the things that happened. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Well, we are. I mean, that's the thing is people are a product. We, we went back to this at the beginning and we talked a little bit about evolution, but in our own lives, we are just a product of our own remembrances and all our experience that we have. And they culminate yeah. into this being and, and who we are. Yeah. And um, you have had an interesting road. Well, it's why I feel really lucky at this point. People like me, people with my past, they don't own houses. They don't get to like, I get to show up for work whenever. I get to walk dogs. I get high a lot. I listen to, I play music. I decided I want to teach myself guitar and I'm teaching myself guitar. I I feel like the luckiest person alive with the craziest fucked up life alive. Huh. Like I but you're, love you're my, my life. What, what year were you born? 71. 
Oh, you're a little older than me. Okay. Yeah, I you love my wife. Really young. Like for I the am. Age that you doesn't he? I mean, he's older than me. And considering like all his uh, past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm surprised you don't have any scars across your face either. You're so. good turned, on that. I've been yeah. good. I, mean, I got a couple. I got like, the box. Oh, I got turned, the boxer like, You should eyebrow. see the tiger actually wrestled up there. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I turned. I turned 46. Next month, I think. Next I don't month. remember. Right. I don't like my birthday. My birthday bores me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't celebrate. I, like, maybe if I get... No, there's a party or something on my birthday I'll go to. But, like... Um, no, not for my birthday. There's some event that I said I'd go to, but I'm going to try to get a show. Like I, all those, like, I used to, when I did jiu-jitsu, I'd compete on my birthday. Oh, that's when nice. I did spoken word, I'd try to get a show on my birthday. Like, I figure... What day is it? Uh, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> is it September or October? September. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're on the you're on my Libra show. Yeah, I am. Aren't you? I hope so. You're a Libra, I mean, I right? asked to be. Yeah. Did I not? It's not. I don't know. I didn't right get now. a message. But I mean, like, if you want to say yes, I I'll I, write I, it on my calendar. Yeah, I promise. Let me do the Libra show because I, I thought you were. What, it's it's the twenty fourth. I'm September twenty fourth. Yeah. So you definitely this this I'll, I'll add you right now. Okay. Hey, look at that. I got it. Yeah. Look at that. September twenty fourth. What day is that? Is that way? That's. That's oh, this a, is perfect. It's going to be Frankie Lee, funny. Mike Servin, oh, me, Sunday. James Mara, uh, Evelyn Erie Diamond, Tyler Hansel, Tess. Um, you know Mendes, what I'll do? I'll, you. I'll try to work on some of my, my material about my mom. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. You're, oh, you're the, you're, the, you're the first one with a birthday, too. So we've got September 24th. So we're going to add Jeremy Adkins to this show. Now I'm getting... I like, it's, it's that easy. It's I, I, actually, I, had a, I, had, I was dating a woman. I was dating a woman. And I real, like at some point we realized I hadn't told her when my birthday was. And she was like, oh, when's your birthday? I was like, oh, yeah, it was like last week. And she broke up with me. Oh, because really? she was like, "You don't care enough about me to tell me when your birthday is." Oh, you know oh, okay. what? She should have. You should have broken up with her anyways. Oh, what I, a selfish I, little I, cocksucker! I, I, <laughs> like you, it's not all about me all the time. It's, oh, it's get, your fucking birthday. If you don't want to celebrate it, that's your business. Why does it have anything to do with her? Oh, I'm completely a person because I'm reflected through your life. Give me a break. Have a little self-esteem, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, I've been broken. I, 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 uh, I've been broken up with some for some reasons that like me. Like, oh, I was stabbed once. So I mean I'm, I'm, I'm you know You had an ex-girlfriend stab No you? I had a girlfriend stab well, I don't know if she was a girlfriend I was a woman I was seeing stab me With a knife? Yeah with a knife she In your stomach? No no it stabbed me in the hand She was trying to stab me in the chest Maybe the neck And you like pushed it away Well no I was so surprised I put hand. my hand up I was like oh my god Right like, deflective my defensive move. moves I was like ah yeah. Well that's, that's why they no, um, Nicole so Brown Simpson Cuts in her I, uh, hands Defensive moves I was dating this woman When I lived in Phoenix And um, I think she thought I'd moved in, so we kind of had that conversation. Oh, and I was like, "Oh, well, I'll move in, but I gotta—I'm gonna go tour around with a friend of mine's band for a couple of weeks." And she's like, "No, you can't do that if you're gonna move in." I was like, "Well, no, because I gotta do that." And and so she's like, "Well, if you go do that, you can't move in." I was like, "I'm not sure you're gonna like the next answer." Then yeah. Um, and she had been standing with her back to me at the counter, and then so she whipped around and, <gasps> and stabbed she me. Stabbed you with a knife. With a knife for not moving in correctly or something. Yeah, or, for not for not. Yeah, yeah. So, for not moving in on her timeline. I, uh, so yeah, so there's a really weird moment when you got a knife in your hand and you're looking at the person who put it in you, and you're thinking, I hope she doesn't realize that she could pull that out and do it again. And I wow. And then she kind of goes like, huh, and it like runs out. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> she ran away from the crime scene. You're bleeding, <laughs> you need You're help. You're bleeding on my linoleum. 
<laughs> Get out! Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're actually so glad to have you here, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you're still alive, bro. Yeah, right. Oh, oh, oh you guys, you guys want a good one? You guys uh, want a good one? Oh, okay, I was in a movie. Better. I was in a mo- really bad movie, and I apologize for anybody who actually watches it. And once I say this, I was in this movie, Veteranos. Veteranos. And in one scene, I almost died three times, literally, in because like it in was in the filming. In the filming of it, I almost died like three times. Like the crow. So, okay, so, so you're like, like... We're racing up in this car, and the guy's supposed to stop, and I jump out of the car to like shoot these people, right? Except he keeps driving, and he almost drives over me. Oh, my God. Right? And then we get up. Who's the stunt coordinator on this shoot? Uh, me. <laughs> yeah. You, everybody coordinated their own stunts. So we get up, and uh, some of the Nortenos who had been hanging out had given us real guns to play with what? for this scene. And so I was firing this <laughs> Tech 9 into this car, and uh, the other guy was firing a 9 millimeter handgun. And I was so hyped up, I walked in front of him. And thankfully, he pulled the gun up before he shot the next shot, which would have probably gone in the back of my head. Oh, my God. Um, and then in the same scene, we pretend we put the guys in the trunk and we filled the car with gas, except we used, because we're dumb, we used real gas. Oh, and I filled no. the car with gas. And I was too close to the car when I threw the, the flare in. And there's big fireball kind of, kind of sort of engulfs me. And then I run away. <laughs> So yeah, so um, I last time I counted, I wrote Lucky it down to one be time. Alive, Jeremy Atkins uh, on the program today. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I have almost died like fifteen times. Jeez. Yeah. I so. only have. I've only almost died like five times, and I thought that was a lot. But that's nothing compared to you. So yeah, so so I am literally like I don't believe in in any type of spiritual thing. But I wake up every day. I go, wow, really another one. All right, wow. let's get going. Wow. Except when I'm really depressed and I want to shoot myself. Oh well, good thing you don't have access to guns this week. Oh uh, well, no, I don't. <laughs> the mafia my, my, hasn't my, given you my, the guns this my, week. Well, no, my ex-wife made me get rid of my guns. So G- good uh, on you, ex-wife. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever shoot myself. That seems like it's guns. too easy. Like, I know. Like, I, I I gotta see how the next thing goes, man. I I love that Zach Wiseman joke. Do you ever want you? What? No one's ever jumping onto the Golden uh, Gate yeah. Bridge, but from Pete to Roadway, you're definitely gonna die. Like, uh, why didn't you jump? Gonna die every time. You know you that people have survived that jump. No jumping but, off the bridge. Oh yeah, no, I know. What you're but saying. jumping onto the bridge. Oh yeah, no yeah. But but check this out. Here's the thing. Like one of the things that like I have all these little things that I tell my remind myself of that prevent me from like doing really stupid things. Sure. Um, one of the things is so people have jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge and lived. You know what the one thing they say the the the, the constant they say the first thing they say the moment I jumped off I went shit this is a bad idea. Oh. All of them. Right, but that's that moment you can't change it. Well, so, you got to be like a pencil. But like, if you jump off and you go, "Oops, I didn't want to do that," you have to be. Oh yeah, you pencil. definitely. You should do you something. Point your toes. You put your hands right at the side. Don't look down because it's gonna be so fast it'll blow your eyes out of your head. You gotta like close your eyes, put your sink. You gotta be a pencil and point your toes, and maybe you'll survive. Maybe. But yeah, but so like knowing that, like I, because it's the because I can see it. It's the moment that click you don't have a choice that your brain goes oh by the way there's no way going back and you go fuck mistake oh that was a small mistake i'm making this over a fuck yeah, right. right so that that's the part that really makes me go nope and the, the weirdest thing about jumping off the golden gate bridge is that 75 percent of the people do it face the city yeah and only 25 percent face the ocean well you're because the ocean you'd be like all right 
God, take me. But everyone's like facing the city being like, I hate all you motherfuckers. Take this last (laughs) one. I have very little power. The last thing I can do is do it in your face. Right. Absolutely. It's funny to me that people don't jump off the ocean side. They jump off the city they, side. Why? You want to see you want to see everything you're going everything's going away. Might as well look at it one last time. I guess. You I know? just I'm after I took DMT, I realized I am not suicidal. Hmm. That was a great that I'm was a great not, moment for me. I'm not, but I'm not I'm not dreading when this ride's over. There, there are two moments where I realized like, oh, I don't want to kill myself. Uh, one of them was when I purposely took a fentanyl patch to see what that was like, ripped that thing off, did not enjoy it. I was like, oh, I'm never going to be an opiate addict. Yay! <laughs> and then I'm never going to kill myself with an accidental overdose of opiates. Yay! And then the other one was when I took DMT and the aliens tried to put me on their alien ship and take me. And I was like, I ain't going with you. And they're like, shut up. Come on. Come with us. Everything's fine. Come with And I'm like, I'm not going on your stupid alien ship. I don't want to go. I want to stay here. And I realized in like that whole trip was that I'm like, oh, I I like sticking around here. I don't want to go anywhere. I was really afraid that the aliens were going to take me on their ship and I was going to be dead. And they kept saying, oh, everything's a construct. Everything you believe isn't true. Don't worry. We're going to go show you the truth. Come on with us. And I was like, fuck how, you aliens. How did they look? Um, You know, I only heard their voices and saw their ships. I didn't actually make like eye contact with them in that they would be greys or whatever like they were in their ship and they were like pulling things up into the ship and they were like calm down just come with us come with us and I was like holding on to this thing and they were like pulling me and I was like nope nope stay in here and they're like just calm down just come with us but I didn't like see them physically all I saw was that I was on this huge you know there's playground structure you know there's an idea that and, it, and and they play it out in that movie Jacob's Ladder. Oh, uh-huh. great movie that, from the late oh, 70s, yeah, really early 80s. amazing yeah. movie. There's mm-hmm. a couple scenes in it that really fuck with me, even when I'm sober. The face, blah, 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 blah. like and like the tentacle and the dance scene. That kind of like like I don't know what it like like if I examined it, it's probably something weird and sexual that makes me go ah, that's weird. Um, but the idea that like when it's your time to go, it feels like angels are lifting you up. But if you still have a bunch of stuff you're trying to get done, then it feels like demons are tearing you apart. Uh huh. And so. Like you know the 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 um, the human the human you know want to live you know is there until you like my grandfather was a badass his whole life until the day he was like I'm done like like oh, two weeks before he was done they tried to take his keys away I had a big <laughs> intervention okay pop up time to give up the keys you don't get to drive anymore he buddy. listened to everybody said okay we done picked up the keys walked out drove around the block he oh. told me later he was like I didn't have anywhere to go fuck them right you just wanted to do it just to prove yeah. it yeah. yeah and then like two weeks later I saw him in the hospital and he was like he was so I like I said okay I, I, bye man because I knew he was gone it was over yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? well that happened last week to my buddy JD Buell he had a he died on Monday but he had a party on Saturday and said like hey everybody this is it I'm gonna die come and visit me one more time we're gonna have a life party I'm here I am <laughs> oh, wow. and then he died on Monday so he was like I'm done and he was done. He had stage four colon cancer. He was fucking done. So how damaged are we going to get here? Because I just remembered a story. Oh, we well, we actually have to we actually have to wrap it up. Okay. But um, you can try. How how long is the story? Two minutes. Two minutes. Go for it. Last story right. from Jeremy. <laughs> so Atkins I just remembered here. something, and I totally don't like thinking about it because every once in a while, and it's really screwed up. Um, but I actually tried to commit suicide when I was nine. What? And it's one of the this was a big year for you, the Iceland year. Well, it was after, the right after Iceland, we got year, back. We Iceland. lived with my grandparents. Okay. And shit went wrong. 
Yeah. Um, but like, that's actually one of the reasons I have that. Oh, when you you right after you like take that step off the cliff, except because I swallowed this toy and I couldn't breathe. Uh-huh. And then like you purposely swallowed a toy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then like I kind of floundered and I flopped and I hit like the the ground just right and it kind of heimlicked me. Oh my god. And I went. Oh yeah, that was a mistake. <gasps> So you didn't choke on the toy because you threw it up? Yeah. Okay, good. And so I had that but moment where I was like... What a bizarre suicide thing. I'm going to swallow an oddly toy. shaped toy to make myself asphyxiate. Yes. Wow. That is some so. high level... You were totally not autistic. That is some <laughs> high level it's fucking like, deep <laughs> shit. Uh, I'm going to... Seriously. That's hardcore. <laughs> I've never that ninth I've, year. You should do some like uh, hypnosis work if you have any hip, oh, people who I, do hypnosis I'm and go good, back and can, talk about can that. Can you imagine? He, okay, so what I can remember is bad enough. Can you imagine what I can? Re- I don't know. I'm good. Well, I mean, you can <laughs> I'm work 45. Yeah. I am. You're I good. am. I am as fucked up as I am going to get. I gotcha. think. I'm working now on being a better human being. I don't need. I don't think I need to spend the rest of my life living the, sure. the part I don't remember down. Right, like, right. No, fair enough. Who Absolutely. knows? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, like right. one time my mom was like, do you want to know more about my about your dad? I was like, um, you met him in Golden Gate Park when he was covered in bandages because he'd gotten jumped by three dudes with knives a week earlier. And you thought that was a good idea. You were like, that's the guy for me. Uh-huh. I don't want to know. Like he, he got kicked out of my mom's house for sleeping with a waitress in their bed. Wow, he yeah. didn't give a fuck. So no, I'm good. I don't want to sure. like like he died of a cocaine alcohol overdose <gasps> in this city, on California Street, California, wow. uh, California. I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, with his wow. new family. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He was not partying. He was trying to get away. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, no, I uh, I'm very lucky to be alive, but man, it's been a long one. It's <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> You're on trial this this particular uh, life. Good. I don't know. I kind of believe in reincarnation. We'll see what happens next. In the next one, you'll be like a Buddhist monk, and you'll just yeah. be sitting on a lotus flower and be like, yeah, fuck you guys. But right? I like this one, too. Yeah, yeah, I like this one. It's turning out pretty well. This has been Some Call Me Tim. Thank you so much, Jeremy Atkins and Anthony Medina of True Hustle for being here yeah, and talking about stuff. Uh, any shows to plug upcoming-wise before we turn it, before we... Uh, uh, Saturday, for Saturday, September 2nd, you both Saturday, of you will September be 2nd. on the grotto portion of the Comedy Crawl, which Sweet. will start I will, at 6 I will p.m. at, at uh, where, what's the address, man? 1590 Bryant Street, 15th and Bryant at I will, the Sports Basement. I will be at 1590 Bryant on the 2nd. On September 2nd, apparently. <laughs> um, and uh, it's in the grotto. Yeah. And I'm going to be really funny. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it'll be and, free uh, beer, if, free wine. Free beer, free and if wine, you don't laugh it. at my stuff, you're probably crying. That's basically how it works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's coming, you guys, this Friday to Hell Hat, uh, Pam Tyson's Comedy Clubhouse. Oh, and I'm when's when's the the Libra show? That is Libra Comics decide on jokes September 29th. Okay, and I have another show, and of course, see this is why I need yeah. to get. I'm going to get a calendar today. Yeah. He's going to get a calendar. And All right, thanks for having okay. me. Pam. Thanks so much for being here. You guys are going to really enjoy pervert fervor right I, I'm now. I'm going to go brainwash. And then we're going to okay. go yeah. smoke the doobies. All right, bye everybody. Thank you. Yeah, I got it because it's. Uh...
pervert fervor. Let's try this one. Screaming into butts. Pervert fervor. This should be playing. Why isn't it playing? Is this? Is this? Oh, because the sound is off. There we go.
tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Want to spend a summer Sunday laughing your cares away? Then come join the fun at San Francisco's Comedy Day. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs, and it's free. Besides our annual celebration of stand-up, did you know that Comedy Day offers workshops that teach Bay Area students how to use humor to resolve conflict? Comedy Day is so serious about ending bullying, it's banning all comedians from using the following phrases. Knee-slapping, side-splitting, break a leg, bust a gut, knock them dead. Those words hurt. But Comedy Day feels good. It's fun for the whole family. Did I mention it's free? Hey, comedy fans, don't miss the 37th Annual Comedy Day, 